You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Time, space, reality. It's more than a linear path. It's a prism of endless possibility where a single choice can branch out into infinite realities, creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. We are the Screener Squad, and we are your guides through these vast new realities. Follow us and ponder the question, what if? (laughs) What if? Is the first animated series set in the MCU. The Watcher, voiced by Jeffrey Wright, is the observer of different Earths within the multiverse. He analyzes how different history was within these worlds compared to the one that we've been watching since Iron Man 2008. The first season gave us nine episodes of multiversal expanding scenarios that culminated in a finale that brought characters from those worlds together to stop an Ultron who had collected the Infinity Stones. The second season continues to show us what would happen if major moments from the films of the MCU occurred differently. What if Thanos was killed and Nebula joined the Nova Corps? What if Peter Quill had been delivered to Ego and then came back in that little 10-year-old punk attacked Earth? What if Happy Hogan die-hearted Christmas? What if Iron Man (laughs) didn't make it back through the portal in the Avengers and crashed on Sakaar? For the Grand Master? What if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? What if the Tesseract landed on Earth and granted a Native American super abilities? What if Hela was banished to Earth instead of Thor and she found the Ten Rings? What if the Avengers assembled in 1602? And what if Doctor Strange Supreme intervened in the destruction of universe? I am TCD Widow, the Screener Squad, and I am joined by my fellow watchers, Sarah Jane. Hey now. And Harmony. Hello. Well, Squad, I have to assume that you two were fans of season one of this show and therefore signed up for season two. So I have a couple questions for you. How did this season live up to any of your expectations? What was your favorite episode? What was your least favorite episode? Let's start chatting. Oh Go for gosh. it. Oh my gosh. Oh. That's a that's a that's a loaded like a lot of Well we'll we'll start simply here. We'll start simply. Obviously I have to assume you're fans. Did you like this season? Uh, what worked and what didn't? We don't have to talk about favorite episodes or least favorite episodes right here at the beginning. But what did you think overall? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first season a whole lot. Did I think it stood up to the the second season stand up? I think so. I kind of liked how the first season had everybody come together at the end. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally like pulled everybody together from the other episodes and told a s- story at the end. And I wish they had kind of done that with this season. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I missed that. But other than that, I really enjoyed the stories. I really enjoyed Hella's story a whole lot. Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Bravo. I, her, <laughs> her being snarky, funny, Hella. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. So many of these actors have come back to voice their characters, yes. and yeah, Kate Blanchett coming back to be 
funny again and snarky again. It's very reminiscent of when she walks through the armory in Thor Ragnarok and she's like, fake. <laughs> yeah. She's knocking over stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sarah. Um, I actually like this better than season one. Um, I thought season one kind of, I mean, I was, my husband's like, we're going to watch this. And I'm like, okay. Um, Cause I, I you know, I'm a Marvel fan. <laughs> and it, what was that? So I, I didn't quite. Didn't, uh, no, sorry. And I'm a Marvel fan, so it's it okay. wasn't like you can he say was, it proudly. It's fine. Like he was forcing me to watch it or anything. No, I was interested, but um, I don't know. Some of the episodes just kind of. Mm, I mean, I did like the um, that Doctor Strange was like you know stuck in the ball, mm-hmm. <laughs> where he you know is being punished and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like this season better. I don't know. I was more engaged with the stories. I thought um, I liked all the stories. I really did like Hela. When I saw her name pop up in the opening credits, I was like, holy shit. She's in it. But And I thought she was just going to be serious, but she totally was not at all. Like you said, Harmony, she was sarcastic, but funny. And um, that was one of my favorite episodes, actually, mm-hmm. out, of, out of all of these. I'm right there with you. I really, really liked season one, and I actually went back and rewatched it before watching this and liked it more in a second viewing, and it might have something to do with the hit or misses that we've had the past year and a half of the <laughs> MCU that made that first season elevated. This season, I, I agree, Sarah Jane. I like this a lot. I like this. I thought yeah. it was better than season one in so many ways. There's really, re- really great character pieces uh, the nebula episode that starts this season is mm-hmm. really excellent the diehard christmas with happy hogan was <laughs> that, yeah. that's my, one of my favorites as well like i'm just like he's gonna do a diehard but i i think the iron man episode where he didn't make it through the portal and ended up mm-hmm. on sakar and it's the missing episode from season one because right. gamora yeah. and tony show up at the end of season one it's like wait where did we miss this story? So it filled that gap in, and I really, really liked that. I mean, they even went so far as there's a great moment where Tony said, I, I just had a friend die, which is reference to Coulson dying in mm-hmm. Avengers. And I, I thought that was really well-crafted writing, that this is picking up exactly where Avengers would have ended. And he gets to see that they won, and he's relieved. And then the sheer ridiculousness of Jeff Goldblum. As, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Grandmaster over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Uh, and I, I know there's plenty of uh, incel uh, assholes online who are upset that Peggy Carter's getting so much stuff, but. I am thrilled to death that Haley Atwell has yeah, gotten so much. Enough. Thank you. So I'm much more yes. groundwork out of this. I loved Agent Carter. And I was talking mm-hmm. to my husband about this. I loved Agent Carter, um, the TV series, and I was always like, oh, I really wish they had done more of that. Yeah. I am, like, very happy with this, yes. <laughs> with this continuation and all the expanded universe that we have for Captain Carter or Haley Atwell in general. Mm-hmm. It's been great to watch, and I just love her. And more. Give me yes, more. And, <laughs> yeah. and it's, I think it's really hard, or it's really different to act and then also do voice acting. The fact that she's able to pull off both, I, I give her huge props for that. Yeah. Yeah. The chuds, as I know they're called, are just upset <laughs> anyway when anything is female-led. And I'm sure they really loved... Well, I mean, most of them... Were female-led. But a lot of them are female-led. Yeah. Especially the Hella episode about the two rings... Captain Carter and the uh, Hydra Stompers, but the Kahori reshaped the world. That one, oh, yes. yes. I mean, 
that's a brand new character totally made for this show and uh i'm sure they're just like oh another female how come the you know i just hate those guys so if you're listening you know (laughs) fuck you you and fuck off (laughs) sorry (laughs) <laughs> I, yeah. How did you get this far into one of us.net? I know, <laughs> right? Because yeah. we are not door, about guys. that. Yeah, we are not about that. Uh, yeah. Since you brought up Kohori, uh, the this is a wholly original character created for What If, and the episode is it's as simple as the Tesseract landed on American soil before uh, Columbus landed here, and a Native American girl is bestowed powers and goes up against Sir Walter Raleigh, essentially. <laughs> what if Pocahontas <laughs> was a superhero? And <laughs> what a cool, cool episode that it's mostly done in their native tongue. So it's I subtitled. think that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, this actress, Devery Jacobs, is going to be a part of the MCU in a different way. She'll be in Echo coming out in a couple weeks as well. <laughs> she's not playing Kohori in Echo, but she's in. She's in the MCU now twice twice over nice what a cool cool addition and this is what what if is so wonderful for is these these hypothetical scenarios that can also be a part of the mainline story and and having captain carter pop up in multiverse of madness i want to see more chances being taken here in the safety of this cartoon series that could have echoes into the grand scheme of the movies and kahori is definitely one i would love to see in reality, there were a That's few right. of these episodes where I wished, like the Hella episode and the Quarry one, where I wish they were movies. You know what I right. mean? I would watch a whole movie about that, and especially uh, I would be really interested to watch, like watching like a sixteen oh two movie, oh, even yeah. if it's yeah. just standalone. You know, pretty much all of these, and that was something I noted in season one as well. Is every one of these stories. It, it is reminiscent of the Batman animated series and the Justice League animated series. So basically the Bruce Timm era of DC animation, where even though you're watching 22-minute episodes, they could be full features. The stories are right. dense enough. The character explorations are uh, complex enough that these are as good as the movies. And some of these episodes are as good as the best MCU movies. Yes, I Agreed. agree. And I, I think... It's, it's really good testament to how good the writing is, is that it's you get like 30 minutes for an episode. Right. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of clock in about like 28 to 32 minutes, kind of depending yeah. on the episode. And they have so much like jam packed within that half hour. But I want so much more from the story. I'm like, I'm ready for to hear more of, of these stories in and for the each episode to continue on mm-hmm. to, to, to yeah. see the rest of the fallout to see the the rest of the story i think that this speaks really highly of the writing for the show yeah and we did get one sequel and the watcher himself even says i don't do sequels but <laughs> and so the captain carter that we follow from season one into season two with the hydra stomper mm-hmm. episode and then 1602 and into the finale here it's the ongoing adventures of this specific Captain Carter, and mm-hmm. I, I love that. I, I do agree that, I think, Sarah, you said it, that season one culminated with all these characters teaming up for the finale, and I had hoped that we'd see that happen in season two here, and it didn't. It's not to say that they didn't combine some of the characters into a finale. It did culminate into something, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, we're getting to season three. 
So if you want more, there's already a clip released online for season three of <laughs> Bucky and the Red Guardian on a road trip together through America. See, how is that not a movie? That right? should be a movie. Like, I'm already calling it. David Harbour and Sebastian Stan. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, yes. <laughs> I would actually love to see more of like Natasha and Peggy's relationship because I thought that was this, this great friendship and mm-hmm. working yeah. relationship. I would love to see more uh, stories where it's, it focuses on like woman to woman relationships that that aren't necessarily sexual and that aren't necessarily like, oh, we're that that passed the Bechtel test. You yeah. know, yeah. you know, I, I want to see more of that and I want to see that in the MCU. I just wanted more of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> the person that voices Black Widow does a really good job. She is yeah. super close. Like, is it Lake Bell? Lake she's Bell, yes. Super close to Scarlet. She's got the huskiness. Yeah, she's really great. So that's I, I don't necessarily say I, I don't miss Scarlett Johansson. No mm-hmm. slight on her, but Lake Bell is so good that it just she just works. picks up. Yeah. Yeah. I think all the voice actors did a, a remarkable job. The ones that, you know, who aren't the screen mm-hmm, actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are big shoes to jump into and make it believable. Mm-hmm. But I, did, I mentioned it earlier. I give credit to all these actors who came back to voice. The fact that Elizabeth Olsen came back. And Mark <laughs> yeah. Ruffalo and, that was a shock. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. Even if it's just for a few lines of dialogue, it's still great to hear the, the true voices come through. Sure. And, and it's it's exciting to know that they are still excited to do it, seemingly. Yeah, and they don't sound bored. There's nothing worse than watching a cartoon where somebody's voicing it, like yeah. the original actor, and they're just like walking through it. I yeah. hate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but I didn't get any of that here or mm-hmm. like in the first season either. Yeah, that fun comes through and through. And the animation in this is so good. I was talking yeah. to my brother about it, and he yeah. compared it to Spider-Verse, but on a TV budget. And I sure. agree. I think this animation is incredibly well done. In particular, the action sequences are so well executed. They're mm-hmm. not doing cheating, close cut editing. They're pulling mm-hmm. back and you get uh-huh. to see these characters moving and grooving and kicking some ass. And it's, it's yeah. exciting and fun and, and as good as some of the best action sequences in the live action stuff. I just love the fluidity and the detail and how colorful all this animation is. It just goes hand in hand with how much joy there is in the writing and in the vocal performances as well. It comes from a real love of of the material, I think. It it comes through that, like you said, that they're really enjoying what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's infectious. It's it's great to watch. Uh, I I think we've already sort of talked about it because you both said the Hella episode. But is there one episode in particular that stands out as like the best? I'm not going to ask you to rank all nine of them. But uh, what best and worst here or best or least best? Uh, Anything that you have to say? I would say maybe the last one, the Strange Supreme Intervene. Was a little bit busy. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on there. Visually interesting. Like, wait a minute, it was, but there was just there was so much of it. So I feel like maybe that could have been toned down a bit. But even the quote unquote silliest one, the Happy Hogan uh, Save Christmas (laughs) one, was great. So I don't even know if I have a least. I guess it would probably be nine. Mm -hmm. My favorites would be either Hella found the ten rings or. 
I mean, it's hard to beat the Kahori shape the world because that the animation in that is just stunning. Beautiful, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I, I got to agree. Like everything's at least a solid eight. <laughs> like throughout the whole, you know, if I if I yeah. was gonna rate everything, it's uh-huh. like solid eight point five to a nine. It's it's just all well done. And even the busyness from episode nine, it's it was visually stunning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some you fun know. callbacks with some other characters that pop up. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 But I, I won't disagree. I think the Doctor Strange episode, the way episode nine ends, it's it, to take it all the way to the script, it retread some of the ground that they crushed so well in season one with the Doctor Strange episode. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's a minor nitpick because honestly, I, top to bottom, I loved this season. And we'll, we'll get to our final ratings momentarily here. But I do agree that it was a little busy. It, it it, uh, it was trying to focus in on Captain Carter's story and Doctor Strange's story at the same time and putting those two together just one-on-one with a tertiary edition of a character who returns. It was a lot to cram into such a short run of time. And, and that yeah. that's it kind of goes to Harmony's complaints, which I'm putting in quotes. <laughs> I want more. I want more. Yeah, so that, more. That's, yeah. that's a good thing as opposed to uh, maybe less. <laughs> I, I love this so much. I want to indulge even more with it. And I think that's, that is one of the best complaints you can have about mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. but let's roll into some final thoughts here. It, it sounds like we all liked this. So <laughs> we've put, put some final thoughts and some numbers on this. So uh, Harmony, why don't you go first for us? Yeah. I loved the actor who plays the watcher, Jeffrey Wright. He is amazing. His voice is so melodious and but so grand and everything you would imagine for a fifth dimension (laughs) over being to to be i love him so i wanted to give him props and but also like there's there's a scene in there where he goes what the hell is this (laughs) that was just like yeah that was amazing and i was just like okay (laughs) it's funny where it needs to be it's entertaining it's visually stunning and the stories are engaging. I mean, what else could you really want? I mean, it's everything that we we love about the MCU without all necessarily all the trappings of the things that we've started to like dislike about the MCU. So mm-hmm. that's that's a good thing. I'm thrilled to hear that there's going to be a third season. Um, I can't wait. I'm going to give this a 9.5 out of 10. Man, there's a lot of Infinity Stones out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Jane. All right. Um, I'm not sure I have more to add than what we discussed. Again, the animation was just amazing. I made probably better than the first season. The Like I said, the Kahuri episode was especially lovely. And it was good to see her play such a huge role in the last episode, too. She came in and kicked some ass. So that was good. Like you guys, I want more. I want more Hela. I want I want her in like everything. She's so great. I mean, seriously, I wish yeah. she didn't have the fate that she had in the MCU because this is the only way I guess we can get more of her unless they. Well, no, I guess not. There's multiverses, so she could be anywhere. That's Anyone right. could be That's anywhere. Right. All right. When you were talking about Jeffrey Wright, Harmony, is sometimes, uh, especially when he was like, what the hell is that? He reminded me of Frylock from Aquaman. Yeah. Of all things to compare it to. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. I mean, is de- that's how he reminds me, because he is just like the sane one that's sitting back with these two other, you know, guys, and he puts up with a lot. So he it, it, it reminded me of that. <laughs> anyway. 
And that's not a slide on you, Jeffrey, at all. I love Frylock. I love all Katrina Hemp, of course. All right, so I'm just going to go to my rating here. I'm going to give this nine out of ten times that I've had a dream about uh, Sebastian Stan and David Harbour in a, a buddy movie together. Uh, well, I, 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 like you, Sarah, I don't know what more I can add here, but a, a show like this couldn't exist at this level without the Infinity Saga. And of everything that's come post Endgame, especially going back and rewatching season one and then indulging in season two over the course of a couple nights, this might be the best stuff that we've gotten. I know No Way Home is in, in the mix of post Endgame, but we're going to rope that into Infinity Saga stuff. The Multiversal Sagas had some good stuff here. They've been having some fun. I stand by this, and I know some people disagree with me, but I think Marvel makes good to great. They don't make wholly unwatchable movies even their worst stuff is still good and 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 that said i think this is some of the best stuff that exists in the mcu currently the animation is so good the stories are so good the characters we know and how they are altered by choices and decisions are so neat and interesting and thematic to who these characters are as we know them and getting to see Nebula as a cop, and get to see Tony Stark fail and win in a different section of the galaxy. Like, there's just wonderful little twists and turns that made the comic What If so good to begin with. I'm so grateful for a show like this to exist. It's so good, everyone. And if your hang-up is that this is animated, open your minds. What's wrong with you? Again, how did you get this far into one of us listening? Get out of here. There's the door. There's the door. What's even better is how rewatchable this is. I I know it's a bold statement, but I am putting this up there as an animated series with the Bruce Timm era of DC animation. I really, really enjoy this, if you can't tell, and I'm excited to sit down and watch this again, and I'm really pumped that they dropped the teaser for season three with a full scene of Bucky and the Red Guardian just driving through the desert, racing away from Lawrence Fishburne. Go give it a watch. It's currently up online on the, <laughs> all, the, all the channels. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10. I, I'm going to do it. I, 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 I just Yay. can't stop smiling about how much fun I had this. So I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 first-run Shakespeare performances. Yep. Yay. It's got the high collar. So like- That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to end this by throwing a question out there. What is a what-if scenario or a character that we haven't seen yet that you would love to see in a subsequent season? Mbaktu. Mbaktu. Yes. Oh, I love Mbaktu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh, yes, please. <laughs> I I love him too. Anything okay. from Wakanda is, is, I think, would be really... I, I love that we got T'Chaka. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of oh, yeah, going back to the first season, that was... Uh, Chadwick Boseman's last mm-hmm. thing with the yeah. MCU was recording What If to keep bringing back Wakanda would be a nice nice thing to do I would take uh, uh, an episode with um, my Andrew Garfield Spider-Man uh, in his oh, Everybody's Fair yes. Game <laughs> I love Andrew Garfield so much he- he'll do it come on <laughs> that would be amazing well, uh, I will selfishly plug more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man if you're interested, uh, Sarah Jane, and those listening. If you want to venture over to my other podcast, The Studio Demands It, we wrote and produced a feature-length Amazing Spider-Man 3 that takes mm. place after No Way Home that continues mm. Andrew Garfield's story 
as well as roping in Tom Hardy's Venom. So uh, I would Ooh. direct you over in that direction. That's a twofer that I could dream about with Bucky <laughs> and uh, Red Guardian. Come on. <laughs> so there's a there's a shameless plug for my stuff. And the, the what-if scenario I want to see, and I've seen other people say it online, what if the other half had been blipped? That's the oh, scenario. Oh, yeah. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. You two, thank you for joining me for this. And in the comments below, wherever you might listen to this, uh, if you head over to the Facebook page in particular, we want to know what are your what-if scenarios. What are some episodes and characters and scenarios that you listeners want to see? And, you know, maybe maybe one of us knows someone who works on the what-if series that could maybe drop a, you know, a, maybe a little suggestion their way. So just there. Yeah. Just say. Just say. <laughs> All right. Until next time.